When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. In case you didn't already know, our team is thrilled to be able to broadcast this weekend's ITA Division I Women's National Indoor Championships in Seattle. We'll have coverage from first ball to last as 16 of the top Division I women's tennis teams in the country do battle for the right to be named the national indoor champion, and as part of our preview of this weekend's action, what I will attempt to do on this show over the next few days is speak with each of the head coaches of the 16 teams that will be competing in Seattle. I'll actually each of them to help recap their ITA kickoff weekends, talk about the strengths in each of their respective rosters. I'm also curious to hear what are they most looking forward to learning about their team throughout the course of the action in Seattle. And then wanted to ask each of these coaches about some big picture things. Certainly the announcement of NCAA individuals moving to the fall. I was fascinated to hear what all of these coaches thought about that. I also wanted to know what each of these coaches think of the broader landscape in the Division I women's scene at this point of the year. But, you know, again, more generally, we have fantastic interviews coming up over the course of this week for all of you Cracked Rackets fans, for all of you college tennis fans. A massive thank you to every one of these coaches who certainly have a busy week ahead for taking the time to speak with me. With that in mind, let's get to it. It's press row here at Cracked Rackets as we all prepare for the 2023 Division I Women's National Indoor Championships to begin. Hey, Crack fans, before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code CRACK20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link? To get signed up, just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information one location with our friends at Swing Vision.
joining us on the podcast once again today is a returning champion now here on our Cracked Racket shows and someone you know best as the head coach of the University of Virginia women's tennis team. Welcome back onto the show, Coach Sarah Leary. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm loving Seattle. This is the first time I've ever been here. So it's uh, it's been amazing to see and it's a first for a lot of our players. So uh, everything's going well. Thanks for having me. I just want to say from the start, I agree with you. I'm a big fan of Seattle. I just like that it's all one hill. Like I, I just like for me from the Midwest, it's, it's a little bit different. And, you know, I think it's worth noting, and you said it there for your team, you guys weren't here in 2019 for what is forever known as Blizzard Gate, where it was so snowy that they had to shut down the event. But, you know, to that end, what does it mean to your team to get back to another national indoor final field? We're really excited about it. Um, you know, it's it's definitely not easy to get here. There's so many great teams. Um, and so we're really excited about it. We're really excited for the challenge ahead and the competition that we're going to see. And, and we're ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, you know, for your team in particular, obviously, uh, it's still very early in the season. And so it's tough to figure out exactly what are our biggest strengths, what are our biggest weaknesses for your team. You're five matches in. And for what it's worth, going back to the kickoff weekend, obviously, you all were able to advance fairly comfortably for one in both of your matches. You know, thus far through the season, what have you seen from your team through month one? I've seen a lot of unity. This is a really, really tight team. Um, they get along really well. They train well together. They push each other. Um, and that's that's a huge strength of this group. Um, super united. And I think they're experienced. Um, you know, we have a lot of players on this team that played in the kickoff tournament last year, played in national indoors last year. So they know what to expect. And I think the veterans have been doing a good job kind of preparing the the new players that we have uh, for this event. So I think that's definitely a strength um, in terms of over the past few matches. It's been good. I mean, it's always, you know, I think they're a little nervous the first few matches out there, but I think kickoff was great for us. We were definitely challenged by um, Washington State and uh, South Carolina. We had a battle in doubles with South Carolina. I've we had all three matches went to a tiebreaker. We were down match points in every doubles match. So we saw a lot of resilience, um, a lot of toughness. And uh, yeah, we we were able to advance. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear you talk about your experienced players coaching some of the freshmen along. I'm curious from your perspective. I mean, again, the majority of this team was on campus last season. You have someone like Julia, who obviously had a ton of success in her career prior to coming over this year. How has that changed that experience level, how you have approached coaching this group? I'm curious if you found yourself pacing things maybe a little bit differently in the fall. Yeah, I think the best teams are the ones that are player led. And I feel like we've worked so much on our culture over the past you know, five and a half years that Peachy and I have been here. And I feel like we're at a place where the players are the ones that are really starting to take the reins and they're, they're doing a great job with it. So it's been fun to watch. Um, we have, you know, some great, great leadership within this team and, and they're doing a good job. So yeah, it's definitely been a little bit different. We've kind of taken a step back in some ways because we're able to, and this team knows what, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish and how they're trying to do it. So it's, it's been fun to watch. <laughs> no, I, I, I imagine it must be. And, you know, again, some of the veterans, uh, everyone's had a 
pretty solid start, obviously, to the year. But, you know, a couple players who got a ton of matches in the fall I want to talk about. I want to start with Sarah Ziadato, who had a very solid season, obviously, for you all last year. Her first coming over from Baylor, but puts together an 11-4 and fall. And, you know, again, we've seen her go from someone who maybe was in that bottom half of the singles lineup to this year pushing up to that 2-3-4 spot. What in her game, you know, not that it's something necessarily clicked, but what has allowed her to continue to progress at the rate that she has? Yeah, we, um, you know, last year was was a little bit challenging for her. She transferred from Baylor, so completely different team, completely different program. Um, and she struggled a bit in the fall and even the beginning of the spring season. And we went down to Duke and UNC uh, for our conference matches, and she really, really struggled that weekend. And so I think that was a turning point for her. And we we, we actually watched a lot of video and talked about a lot of things. And I think what has really changed is her her movement and her understanding of how she's trying to construct points. So that was as hard as that weekend was for her. I think it was probably the best thing that could have happened to her. Um, and she is just such a student of the game. She really wants to she was always wanting to learn. She's always wanting to come out for extra. So um, it's been the the hard work that she put in and, and her willingness to listen and make some adjustments. But I think those two things have really allowed her to take some big steps within her game. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the movement in particular. You can see it. I mean, just again, she's everywhere right now and has always had that creative shot making ability. And so no, mm-hmm. she's been extraordinarily impressive. I'm curious for Julia, you know, obviously you have plenty of options. You could play at that number one single spot and the last two years, Virginia fans know uh, when you have someone like Emma Navarro, you play Emma at the one spot. But <laughs> I'm old enough to remember the 2020 National Indoors where I watched Natasha Subash as a freshman be as good as any player in the building. And so, you know, again, not to diminish what Natasha has done, but I'm curious what you saw from Julia that you thought, OK, you know what, we're going to start her out at number one. Yeah, I mean, I think Julia has a lot of experience playing at the number one position. She played there at Furman last year, but she really, really came on strong towards the end of the fall. Um, she started a little shaky, but she just got better and better. And during our regionals, um, you know, she beat the number one player from ODU. She beat Sarah Ziodato, and then she beat Elaine. And um, she had a good tournament. We went out to Tennessee for another tournament, and she had some good wins there. And I just she she earned it um you know she played probably the by far the toughest schedule i would say of all of our players in the fall and um i just feel like she had earned it with what she accomplished results wise but also the work ethic that she has every day um she's always out doing extra um so yeah she's she's she deserves to be at that spot not to say that natasha can't play that spot she absolutely can she's proven that before and you know it's not set. We're not the type of team that's going to set any position. If a player deserves to be moved up, they're going to be moved up. So, But to start, I felt like that's where Julia belonged and, and she earned it. Does she still have the puppy doll guys that come with like a new environment, new experience? Because I feel like that's got to be half the fun of transferring, right? It's like, A, she's a little older, so... I'm sure some of the messages you're sending, maybe they stick a little easier. But B, like, do you see those puppy dog guys of like, oh, it's all new to me? From Julia? Yeah. Like, even um, still, I'm curious. 
I think Julia is like a kid in a candy store. Like I think she came <laughs> to UVA and just, it was new and exciting. And she's just for every time I see her, I mean, she'll be in the middle of practice. She'll be up at the net. We'll be playing doubles. And she just has this huge grin on her face. Like she's just so happy. She's just such a happy kid. She's so appreciative to be at UVA and um, yeah. Yeah, just loving it. I feel like she's having a great experience. Um, and it's funny because when I was coaching at Davidson, I actually recruited her to Davidson and she chose to go to Furman over Davidson. We we're actually just talking about that this morning. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, five years later, I got her and, and I'm so thankful because she's been a great addition, a great leader for the program and just such a good kid to work with. I've, I've loved it. So I wish it was I wish I had more time than just a year with her. Mm-hmm. Now you can compare like the two pitches you made and see where you improved. And you're like, oh, okay, that's why you chose round two versus round one. But, <laughs> you know, uh, looking at your team, obviously we could talk about all the players you have. You have a lot of options this year and you already alluded to it. No spot in your singles lineup is set in stone. On the double side of things, you've only played three teams in dual match play. That said, you played 17 total to this point of the season. Bravo to you. It is only February 9th. Um, but, you know, what are you looking for at this in this early in the season in your doubles teams? Have you been have you been satisfied with the level you've seen? Yeah, I'm excited about our doubles. Um, I think there is good chemistry between all three of the teams um, and they they're just working well together. And when we're out there within the doubles, we have good energy. So um, as of now, they've been doing well. I think they're confident going into indoors. Um, So, yeah, we're going to we're going to keep it going as of now. But um, but, yeah, it's been it's been nice to see them really working well together. And they seem like they really enjoy playing together. To that end, let me just ask bluntly. I've, I've tried to ask every coach, what do you think is your biggest strength headed into Seattle? I think our unity. Okay. I really feel like, um, you know, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, but I've just, I think this is the closest team I've ever coached here at, here at UVA. Um, they are just all on the same page. They are bought in. They are hungry. They, um, and they, they just support each other and, and it's you can feel it when you're out there like you can just it's a different vibe and they just they're they're one unit that's excited to be here and working together mm-hmm. to that end i'm always curious because you know so often with the talent being equal every coach says it and the more you see it it's true it is the team that has that best chemistry that seems to get through in the final moments you mentioned earlier that this team it, it feels a little more player led uh, uh, that this group, again, the energy just seems to have connected. I'm curious what it looks like behind the scenes in building that chemistry. Like you say, you see it and you just know. What have you seen? Maybe it's, you know, again, is it just this team is in and out of escape rooms in 20 minutes and you've never seen a group do that? But, you know, what is it in particular? Um, I think that this team has been really open and honest with each other. Um, I think through, you know, every year we have a book that we read and we meet as a team and we discuss different things from the book. And I feel like this team is just really willing to be open and honest about how they're feeling about things and ask for advice. Um, and I think that's allowed them to really get to know each other so well. Uh, we also did a team retreat up in Wintergreen, which 
which is about an hour from Charlottesville. And we had never done that here at UVA. I've done that with other teams and it was, it was a game changer. I mean, they just spent so much time together and there was open and raw conversations and, I think it just brought us so much closer together. So, um, so yeah, I think those are, those are the main reasons. And so everybody, I just feel like has built a good relationship with each other. Um, so they feel comfortable if they need to call each other out, they feel comfortable having the tough conversations. They go to coffee together. They spend a lot of time together. So I think those are, those are the biggest things, but it's, it's been really fun to watch. Who did most of of the, who did most of the cooking at the retreat? Good question. Uh, I would say Melody okay. and Peachy. They are the best. They are, I want to say the best, because I guess not everybody got a chance, was really in the in the kitchen cooking, <laughs> but those two took the reins and they love it. It was definitely not me. I do not like to cook. <laughs> I hate it. So <laughs> I was helping with the cleanup part, but uh, yeah, definitely Melody and Peachy. Yeah, because <laughs> the reason I ask is you realize the people who are doing the cooking and then who's the DJ? Because that's who really has the power. Maggie. Yeah. Okay. Best it, DJ. Yeah. Yes. She, uh, she always has the music going. She's always listening to music. Yeah. Uh, we were on the plane yesterday and landed. She was literally singing in the row behind me <laughs> with her headphones on. So she always, she's into music. She has great taste. So she, she, uh, runs the show there. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it checks out by the way, you know, for what it's worth. But you know, with all, with all of that said, obviously again, coming to Seattle, it's 16, if not the best 16 of the best teams in the country. We don't, what, are, what is the goal for this group? Obviously, it's to win the ITA indoors. Every team comes here with that intention. But what do you want to see from this group over the course of the next few days? Yeah, I mean, our, def- our goal is definitely to win the tournament. Yeah. Um, I think the way we are going to go about doing that is we've talked a lot about being present, um, being present uh, within the warm up, the preparation, and then especially within the match. I think coming to a tournament like this, it's easy to get distracted. There's so many teams, there's so much going on. You know, your your schedule changes if matches are running late. And I feel like for this group, it's about staying focused on us and not getting distracted by everything going on outside and just really, really staying present. And I want them to enjoy this. You know, this is this is what we work for. Uh, we train, we've trained so much and I feel we're very prepared and I want them to enjoy this moment when they're out there. So what was your reaction when you saw Michigan's round one? Excited. I mean, I, we've, uh, we haven't played Michigan in, in a couple of years now, but we used to play them every year and we've had great, great battles with them. We have a lot of respect for them. They're playing well. We know, um, you know, they're coming in here with some good wins. And so, we're excited about it. I think it'll be a great match. Mm-hmm. When I look at every team, again, it's across the board. It's the depth. I'm just like, sorry, I'm going to swear. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm just like <laughs> one through six. You're just like, I don't see a weak spot. You know, you know, I'm going through and doing my match calculus. And I'm like, now nah, that's going to be a toss up. That's going to be a toss up. I'm curious if you feel that on your end as you're preparing for all of these matches. Or, I mean, do you see, I've asked every coach, a clear cut favorite right now on the women's side? I don't. I mean, there's so many good teams and you're right. And every team has so much depth with any team. So um, it's great for college tennis. I think we're all making each other 
they're better. And, and uh, yeah, I agree. I think Michigan has probably the deepest team I've seen uh, from them in, in a while. So it's going to be, it's going to be battle for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think there's just so many good teams in college tennis. It's, It's exciting right now for sure. And to that end, I want to ask you some big picture questions before I let you go. Obviously in your conference, you'll feel this directly as, you know, in college tennis, Obviously, it's great everywhere, but for the first time in a long time, we have an active WTA top 100 player in our midst. And look, I mean, Emma was top 200. Like, it's really not that big of a difference, and we've seen what she's gone on to do right away on the pro tour. But what does it say about college tennis as a pathway to the pros? What does it say about our sport more broadly that, again, we have a top 100 player in our midst? I think it's so good for college tennis. I mean, I think there's such a misconception from a lot of players out there that feel like they can't take the college tennis path. And I think players like Diana and Emma who are choosing to go to college and continuing to improve and able to go out there and and compete successfully on the WTA tour. So I think it's amazing. I think the competition is so strong um, and it just it's just showing that this is a viable path for a lot of these these top players who want to have a successful career on the tour one day. Mm-hmm. To that end, for your players in particular, and everyone approaches the fall differently, but how important is it for you to make sure your players have pro playing opportunities in the fall? Yeah, I mean, I think if there are players on our team who have those aspirations and we feel that they're ready to go play those pro tournaments, then I think it's great for their development. It allows them to see uh, a different level, maybe. Um, I mean, I think at some of the the college tournaments, though, they're strong, just as strong as some of these pro tournaments. But um, I do feel like it's good experience for those players who want to play professionally one day to get that experience and just be able to see where their game lines up against some of these other players. So um, we definitely are open to taking our players to pro tournaments. We did it with a couple of our girls in the fall um, and we'll continue to do it if the player, that's what they want to do. And we feel they're ready to do it. So um, that's our our view on that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, to that end, obviously, a lot of players do use the fall to go play pro events. Summer as well. It was recently formally announced the NCAA individuals, the trial run is going to be in the fall. I know we've discussed that before, but now that it's formal, what was your reaction to that decision? I think I'm still trying to wrap my head around it a little bit, <laughs> just trying to figure out how um, how to approach it, but it's here, it's happening, so we're going to adjust and and you know, go with it. But I, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't really have a, I'm not sure how to think about it until we actually go through it and see it. Um, you know, one thing I didn't love about it being moved to the fall was I do really like having more of a training time for the players in the fall. And I think that's when they get that. So I think taking that away, I'm, I'm interested to see how it affects some of the development of the players, but it might not at all. I'm not sure. So, uh, I'm, I'm, We'll find out. I'm curious yeah. to see how it goes. <laughs> you're one of the swing voters is what I'm learning here. Is you're, you're not feeling pretty too strongly one way or the other, which I think that's the position to be in. Like, who knows until we know. Um, with all yeah. that said, um, no, again, it, it, I appreciate you taking the time to chat. Last few questions here for you. For your team, I talked about goals for Seattle, but you know, more broadly, you have a veteran group uh, amongst your ranks. What does this team hope to accomplish here in 2023? Uh, 
to win a national championship. I mean, I think last year we got the experience of getting to the quarterfinals and we played Texas, who I think played well. Um, and we were hungry after taking that loss. Um, it was definitely a, a tough loss to take. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think that this group is, I think this is the deepest team we've probably ever had. And um, like I said, they're united and they're working hard. And I don't see why we can't be one of those teams vying for that national championship at the end of the year. So, um, you know, we got to stay healthy, but, uh, it's, it's, this is a good group and they're, they're, they're ready for the challenge. They're ready to take it on. One of 22 teams who is in the inner circle bubble of, yeah, they could win a national championship this year. It's that sort of season in college tennis. And, you know, anyone who's been following closely has seen what your program has done, obviously not just last year but throughout your tenure and uh, I think some exciting times are ahead for University of Virginia fans let me just ask you one last tangent question because I've gotten into this debate with some southern schools is it cold today in Seattle or could we be playing outdoors this weekend because I kind of think it's the latter I think we could be playing outdoors it is really (laughs) nice out it's sunny it's not too windy it's in the 50s I think yeah so yeah, it's uh, I brought my huge puffy and I'm ready to go, but I, think, I don't think I'm going to need it. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, if there's a single match that is in jeopardy of starting 30 minutes late, start it outside right now. Because, like, I'm not dealing <laughs> yeah. with that. We're not doing that this weekend. Um, and so, no, it's go. going to be exciting. Yeah, sneaky warm. It's only going to get hotter once the action begins, obviously. And uh, Coach O'Leary, I obviously appreciate you taking the time to chat with us here today. I look forward to watching your team compete not just tomorrow but throughout the course of this season good luck to you all and i'm sure we'll chat again soon awesome thank you alex